ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستهدي ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهدي الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحابته ومن تبعه الى يوم الدين اما بعد ايها الاخوه وحييكم بتحيه الاسلام السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وقال تعالى في القران المجيد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولا نبلونكم بشيء من الخوف والجوع ونقص من الاموال والانفس والثمرات وبشر الصابرين الذين اذا اصابتهم مصيبه قالوا ان لله وانا اليه راجعون اولئك عليهم صلوات من ربهم ورحمه واولئك هم المهتدون praise be to allah we always begin by praising him we praise him seek his guidance forgiveness and his mercy We seek Allah's refuge and protection from any bad and evil insiders as we seek his refuge and protection from the evil and bad of our bad deeds. Know that one who is guided by Allah they are truly guided one who is left to go astray will not find a guide or a protector or a helper after that and I bear witness that there is no god but the one true god the creator of the heavens and the earth and all that is between them. He has no partners and I bear witness that Muhammad peace and blessings of Allah be upon him is his slave and messenger. Dear brothers and sisters, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran as I just mentioned in the ayah, we will surely put you to trial, test you with something of fear, of hunger, of loss of wealth, loss of life and crops. But give glad tidings to those who are patient and steadfast who are they those who when they are afflicted by any kind of affliction or trial or difficulty they say surely we belong to allah and surely our return is to him wa inna ilayhi rajiun allah swata gives glad tidings then to this people uh, uh, saying further such are the ones upon whom are the salat meaning the blessings from their lord and mercy and such are the ones who are rightly guided we are facing on a worldwide scale something of a pandemic as we are all aware of this coronavirus covid-19 and uh, we need to understand ourselves something about it how to deal with it there's all kinds of views and ideas being pushed around on social media uh, some are good others we have to be careful of in regards to firstly the affliction itself uh, i find there are uh, certainly two kinds of extremes that are out there be careful first of the conspiracy conspiracy ideas which always come out in these times whether the conspiracies say it's the chinese who released it or whether it's the americans released it on the chinese i heard the same kind of ideas 
when I was in Pakistan a couple of weeks ago, and I see them circulating now as well. Uh, and, and as I said a few weeks ago, and I say now, the idea of somebody releasing a virus which then comes to infect the whole world, including themselves and their families and their politicians and their destroying their economy, is just ridiculous. Um, and then people come out with the Illuminati and the people who are behind the scenes destroying the world. This is actually nonsense and we need to stay clear of it. This is an extreme and actually, I believe this is also taking away from the power of Allah and reducing everything to the control of human beings. Actually, actually, this virus is not the first of its kind and pandemics. If people were to look in history, not long back, in fact, throughout history, there have been pandemics of plagues and infections that have come and spread all over the world or major parts of the world which have killed thousands at time millions, at time the plague or the black death killed nearly uh, either a quarter or nearly a third of the population of the world at that time. So this is, and, and then people just get carried away with the idea, oh, nothing like this ever happened before. Also, this is a sign of the day of judgment. Well, who said that? It's happened multitude of times. Uh, 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 all of us are going towards a day of judgment. So this is not specifically the coronavirus a sign of the Day of Judgment. Again, uh, this is a, a nonsensical view. So stay clear. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as I will mention, has sent these kind of things before. Everything is Allah's control. Uh, this is a wake-up call for humanity uh, to make us realize, actually, if the idea is spread, and as it is in today's world, of we are in control of everything, we're in charge of everything, denial of God, arrogance, walking around the world uh, uh, as, as though we were so powerful. Well, this is a very acute reminder of the fact that that is not the case, that a tiny little virus can rock the very foundations of our existence, whether it's economical uh, or physical existence. And so this is a reminder from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no doubt, uh, and a, a part of the trial and test. On the other side, however, the other extreme from uh, conspiracies are those who very quickly come out. And this has happened before in the past, and I've heard it presently as well, uh, as I heard it a few weeks ago in Pakistan, where it not uh, when the virus had not quite spread to the extent it has now, saying, oh, this is... Uh, a uh, uh, punishment sent by God to, on the Chinese or, or on, on bad people. Uh, this is again, uh, uh, this is a terrible statement to make. This is people who uh, don't understand their religion except a little. A verb being sent. We are in never any position to point a finger at any individual or or. Uh, lands or peoples to say they are being punished by uh, God because we will then be t putting ourselves in the position of God and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will take us to trial for those who did that. Many evidences which are very, very severe in warning. I haven't got time to go into them today for people who did that, even for an individual, never mind pointing the finger at nations. So this uh, idea of adab, of, of specifying it as such as a punishment is not acceptable. Nevertheless, the idea of adab, adab in Arabic is a wide meaning. 
it can have the meaning of iqab, which is punishment, but it also has a meaning of ibtila, or suffering, or test and trial. Adab also has that meaning. So, uh, as we mentioned in the verse before, which Allah SWT is making clear, uh, and using the word of ibtila, bala, we will put you to test and trial with something of here. We will definitely put you to trial. And as Allah SWT is talking to humanity, humanity, uh, Allah SWT use, uh, mentions that in another ayah as well, as he says, وَلَنُذِيقَنَّهُمْ مِنَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَدْنَى دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ دُونَ الْعَذَابِ الْأَكْبَرِ لَعَلَّهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ That we will, we will make them taste uh, something of a lesser suffering than that of the greater punishment or greater suffering, which means the punishment in the hereafter. Why? That perhaps they may return. Perhaps they may realize and come back to the reality for what they were sent for and the reality of their utter dependence on God and turn and worship and ask for forgiveness from Him. So Allah SWT is mentioning that in the Quran that He will make... Human beings in this world taste of suffering. But this suffering is an opportunity. It is a reminder actually, as I said earlier, of our fickleness and our utter dependence on our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So um, in, in that sense, the word, the use of the word adab is, a, is in a sense of trial for humanity, uh, a tribulation for humanity. But actually before the final punishment on the Day of Judgment comes to give them opportunity still to repent and return and, and realize in all humility and actually to bring out the best of character uh, in people as well. This is an opportunity for that, which is what Islam is all about, bringing the best character, but fundamentally to link with the Creator first and foremost for believers. Um, the Adab word was used by even Ayyub alayhi salam, when he was suffering the trials and tribulation, if you know the story of Job or Ayyub, I haven't got time to go into it today. Again, Allah SWT quotes from uh, Ayyub alayhi salam in the Quran when he says, uh, Surely I have been touched with something uh, uh, from uh, shaitan uh, with uh, affliction and suffering. It wasn't shaitan who gave the affliction and suffering. What the ayah is saying is that affliction and suffering came from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to test and trial Ayyub al-Islam. But shaitan was afflicting and whispering in the heart and mind of Ayyub that you don't deserve this. You're not worthy of this. Trying to put doubts in him to turn him against God. That's the idea from shaitan being mentioned. But uh, of course, affliction and suffering is uh, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a part of the trial. This uh, idea of uh, pestilence or infectious disease, as I said, has happened throughout history. And, uh, and we have been forewarned of it from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa in many hadith in Bukhari, Muslim and others. For example, Ummul Mu'mineen Aisha radiallahu anha, uh, she, say, uh, she asked... سألت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم عن الطاعون فقال صلى الله عليه وسلم إنه كان عذابا 
الشهيد so this uh, uh, hadith it has various uh, uh, riwayat or narrations in Bukhari, Muslim and others. In this one, Ummul Mu'mineen says that she asked the Prophet ﷺ about the plague or infectious disease. Ta'un can mean about infectious disease or pandemic in, in fact. That's what she's asking about. So the Messenger of Allah ﷺ said, it is, and he used the word azab, it is a tribulation or a suffering which Allah sends to whom He wills, meaning to whom and whenever He wills. And Allah makes it as a mercy to the believers. And uh, the Prophet further goes on to give glad tidings. There isn't from anybody from the servants of Allah on whom uh, the uh, pandemic or infectious disease descends and he or she remains in that land, meaning they don't go out and about spreading it. Balad means not just in the land, but if it's evidence showing that you shouldn't even go outside your house, that they do that. Sabiran, with sabr and steadfastness and patience, expecting the reward from Allah, Ya'lam, knowing that, that they can be only afflicted or harmed in any way or fall ill or face death, only for what Allah has written for them. That's what our uh, Iman is being tested for. If they do that, then their reward is similar, meaning if they die, similar to that of a martyr, of a shaheed. So they are counted people who uh, have infectious disease like that uh, and, and die. They are counted as though they died as a martyr, subhanallah. The Prophet ﷺ said in hadith in Muslim, Atta'un shahadatu li kulli Muslim. That infectious disease, if they die by it, is like uh, martyrdom for every Muslim. So uh, this hadith uses uh, the word azab in some reports. It uses the word rizz, which means affliction. Uh, it can mean punishment, but it can use affliction. It means suffering, and in some riwayat also mentions uh, that ta'un or a uh, plague or infectious disease or pandemic is a suffering. Ibtalallahu bihi nasan that Allah uses to test human beings from His uh, slaves. bihi alayhi. As the Prophet also said, and if you hear about it breaking out somewhere, then do not enter and go into that territory or area. And if it takes place and, and breaks out an epidemic in a land and you're in it, then do not come out from it. For all in other reports, and do not uh, run away from it, meaning remain in your places so you don't spread uh, this uh, infection. Um, so uh, look at the beauty of Islam. And actually I've seen uh, some uh, 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 reports and some uh, articles written by non-Muslims praising from over 1400 years ago, the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu uh, giving guidance to the believers about how to behave in these situations. 
um, and how to minimize the spread of infectious disease, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and especially what helps for us uh, already in uh, line with guidance is the Sunnah of the Prophet وسلم, and it is wajib for us actually uh, for prayer to make wudu five times a day. So it, it, how easy is it for us? And actually the, the allowance, it is mustahab, highly recommended to make wudu for every prayer. So how easy it is for us to be washing our hands and arms and faces regularly, which will minimize the spread of this kind of infections not only amongst our near and dear ones at home, but in the wider community as well. We have a responsibility to the whole of the community. We are, our concern is not inward looking just to our family uh, uh, or the Muslim community, but to the whole of humanity. Uh, uh, this is our responsibility. And what we're able to do in regards to sadaqah and charity in helping uh, knowing the reward rests with Allah. This is a part of the trial and test as well. Here, uh, as the English saying says, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Well, here we're talking about believers. Uh, believers, uh, of course, there are all kinds of people coming uh, coming, and will g- g- join hands together to help. Aside from, of course, those who are leading the way in the NHS, or the doctors and nurses and workers, uh, in helping uh, uh, the people through this, but others who will join hands together to help neighbours and uh, with their shopping and etc. And part of that, of course, is staying away from being in large crowds as well, which is part and parcel of our duty. Some people in our community uh, have like poo-pooed this as though it was uh, not necessary uh, uh, and... Um, as though the practical measures, you know, as though we can just say, yeah, just tawakkal Allah, pray to God and everything will be fine. And uh, no, we have guidance from the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi who had more tawakkal than any of us in Allah. Uh, any of human beings, in fact, that ever existed, the Prophet sallallahu had more tawakkal in Allah, uh, in Allah and yet he is giving the guidelines in regards to uh, infectious disease uh, and in regards to uh, 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 trying to control that. The Prophet ﷺ sent us a mercy to the whole of creation. He is our example. And therefore we take, as he said, tie it, meaning the camel, and then trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So all those uh, measures, as the Prophet ﷺ said, in regards to these uh, things, the more if we find out, find out in medicine, if government takes actions based on those kind of information which protects humanity, then we are obligated to follow those guidelines as the Prophet Antum A'lamu Bidunyakum. You are more uh, aware of the Bi Imuri Dunyakum or the affairs of the world. And this is this kind of affairs of the world, despite his guidance in infection disease, that we have more information than we follow that kind of information. People some people Worried about, for example, and I'm absolutely shocked to find out, despite a meeting taking place of uh, Greater Manchester area of the Masajid uh, 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 about how the Masajid uh, uh, are responding in this situation. I'm absolutely horrified to find out there's a handful of Masajid still advertising uh, Jama prayers or Juma prayer in congregation for the Muslim community 
for various ages to come and pray in the mosque. This is uh, astonishing and this is neglectful. They are not, they are, in my view, this is trying to pretend to be holier than the rest of the Muslims. This is not being holier. This is being ignorant and neglectful and not following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah uh, may Allah forgive our brothers and uh, overlook, but I believe this is a mistake, uh, and uh, and may well be outlawed actually and become illegal very soon. But we don't have to wait for that. We have the guidelines already, and quite rightly, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, as is recorded uh, in hadith in uh, uh, which is mentioned in Sahih Muslim, and the Abbas. Who is the cousin of the Prophet وسلم, and known as Turjaman al Quran from the Sahaba? At one time, he, it was a rainy day, and he told the Mu'azzin when he was calling the Azan to not say Hayyala Salah, come to prayer and come to success. He said, instead, say Salufi Buyutikum, pray all of you in your homes. And the hadith goes on to say, it seemed that some of the believers around that time, meaning Tabi'een from the Muslims, look how far this uh, uh, goes, of they wanted to be, again, holier than holy, but they couldn't be holier than Abdullah ibn Abbas, who was from the Sahaba. And so they seemed to dislike what he, uh, uh, what he vouchsafed. So he heard about this and he said, you seem to dislike what I have just uh, recommended, but do you know that this was practiced by somebody who is much better than I am, meaning Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And he went on to say, I don't want people coming in the rain and in the mud, slipping around to come to the mosque. Just rain was enough to actually stop the holding of Jama'ah prayer or Juma, and he mentioned it in regards to Juma. he said, I know how oblig obligatory and how dear Salatul Juma is to us. Nevertheless, this is the better practice. And that was in the case of rain, brothers and sisters, just a rainy day. We are talking about a lethal infectious disease, which is uh, spreading like wildfire and taking people's lives, and if not taking them, making them so seriously ill that they require ventilation, intensive care <coughs> uh, units, beds, which are very limited, which are very limited. And, uh, and, and the ones who are going to be affected, especially are the ones who are elderly with diabetes, heart disease and other under, underlying conditions. And what proportion of diabetes and heart disease is amongst the Asian and Muslim elderly? It's a higher proportion actually than the rest of the population. So how much, <clears throat> how much neglect are we going to do by asking these people or encouraging them to come to the mosque in this situation, this circumstance, as though we were following, being holy, following the Messenger of Allah, which we're not, and come and uh, get infected from each other or spread to others. Uh, this is uh, not acceptable. And, and I have to say, despite the difficulty that uh, uh, it created, and really it's not difficulty on us, it's actually for our own protection, uh, I am... Uh, I, I praise the decision that the Altering Muslim Association trustees made to close the mosque uh, last Sunday. 
It was not too early. It was not taken flippantly. It was taken very seriously. Uh, with in mind the fact that we have carpets, we don't have deep cleaning going on five times a day before the prayer. No gels were available on the premises and and the, the, the greater chance of the infection spreading with this, that was the best decision. And as you noticed, it was followed suit very quickly by many masajid. So praise be to Allah, we took the right decision. Uh, and may Allah SWT protect and safeguard all of us. Uh, as they spread, but but in the end, remember what Allah SWT says in the Quran. Do not lose heart, brothers and sisters. Um, do not uh, become over afraid, over anxious. This is not the way of believers. Our Creator is Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. Remember, this is a mercy for the believers. Yeah, this is a mercy. Through this trial, it brings us, if we behave in the right way, closer to our Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Through our illness, we are forgiven our sins, whether it is through a, 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 just a temperature, a sore throat or a cough, or whether we end up in intensive care. And more serious, um, this is expiation of sins for believers. And even if it means we die, well, all of us are going to die. We don't wish it upon ourselves. But if that's what Allah wants for us, and it can only happen if He has written it for us, it's not going to come too early and it's not going to come too late. It'll come at the appointed time. Then what Bushra and good news and glad tidings you want beyond that, the fact that you die as a shaheed and a martyr, but if we stay with Iman and Sabr, brothers and sisters. So, as Allah SWT said in the Quran, <clears throat> for those facing those calamities and trials, Ula'ika, with Sabr, with Sabr and patience, saying, Inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raji'un. That's not a statement just from the tongue, brothers and sisters. It has to be heartfelt. Surely we belong to God. That is a fact and we need to feel it, not just say it with our tongues. And surely our return is to him. Again, we need to feel it and believe it that that is possible. So that won't make us so anxious. That will give us sukoon and sabr in our hearts because that's the journey that we're on anyway. We already believed that before the virus arrived, brothers and sisters. So we believe it even more strongly. This is an opportunity for rahmah, forgiveness, mercy, as Allah SWT says in the Quran, Ula'ika alayhim salawatun mir rabbihim. For such people who have that attitude of patience and dependence on Allah SWT, for such people is blessings from their Lord. That salawat means blessings and forgiveness, brothers and sisters. Wa rahma and mercy. Wa ula'ika humul muhtadun. They are the ones who are rightly guided. And the Prophet SAW has already said, that also in regards to infectious disease, that it is a mercy for the believers uh, if they remain patient and steadfast and follow the practical guidelines of isolation and all the other guidelines, which I'm sure I'm not going to repeat, but there's uh, plenty of information out there what we need to be fo uh, following. Uh, we shouldn't be the flippant ones like the flippant ones who have been criticized quite rightly, still going to pubs and clubs and uh, having a laugh, etc. Brothers and sisters, they have an excuse. May Allah guide them. They haven't got guidance and alcohol uh, affects them. What excuse have we got uh, when we have belief and, uh, and a clear mind? 
that uh, uh, for being uh, neglectful of the uh, guidelines and flippant about them. We shouldn't be. We trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember, with following the guidelines, uh, the glad tidings require us to, to, if we're not been praying five times a day, we don't need the mosque to do that. We should begin praying five times a day, brothers and sisters, to read the Quran to read the Quran more in this situation than other times with meaning to reflect, to do dhikr, remember Allah, to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for, uh, for ourselves, for our near and dear ones, for uh, our communities, for our society. Uh, and that patience and steadfastness requires us to be still uh, striving to do good works. Uh, with whatever opportunity we have, whatever we're able to do with the restrictions, to do good works, to be neighbourly. How much has that been mentioned in Islam? Uh, uh, there's much more we can say, but that's enough for today. Brothers and sisters, uh, may Allah SWT protect you all, protect us all. May Allah SWT bring the best out of us. May Allah SWT increase us in Iman in these uh, difficult times. May Allah SWT make us successful in our trials. May Allah SWT always give us tawfiq to remember him, to make us of sabirun. May Allah SWT shower his mercy upon us. May Allah SWT through our example, through our behaviour and our enlightening behaviour, guide those who are around us who, have, who don't have the light of guidance. This is the opportunity for that and we could be ambassadors and lights and lanterns in helping towards that, in helping them to return as Allah SWT says, لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْجِعُونَ we can, we can be a catalyst towards that uh, and certainly if we are a hindrance and a negative force towards that, we will be answerable for that. May Allah SWT forgive us, guide us. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.